Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. Welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast, episode 11. So I have a confession to make. You know, my job is career coaching and helping people have awesome resumes and great interviews and negotiate fabulous offers for themselves. But my confession is that I've never done any kind of formal interview preparation. And by that, I mean a smart story or a star or Carl. Now I definitely have an opinion about those, which one I like the best and which one I recommend when I am serving my clients, but I've never actually used those for myself. I'm totally guilty of winging it in interviews. So I decided to do some math because even though I've always done the wing it uh, way in interviews, I've never been disappointed in my results. I've always felt really good about how interviews went and, and really by results, I mean, yes, my takeaways from the interview how I felt during the interview, but most importantly, offers. Because that's why we do interviews, right? We don't do them for our health. Maybe you're, uh, you know, a weirdo like me that really enjoys talking to people and meeting new people. That's fine. But the goal of an interview is to get an offer. So I went back and I took a look at my stats. I went through all of the interviews I've had in the 25 plus years that I was in the professional business world and I had 18 interviews or let's call them interview processes, right? Because some of them had more meetings than others. So out of the 18 interview processes that I've participated in, in my career, I've gotten 11 job offers. So that's a 61% success rate interview to offer. And that feels pretty good. You know, I, I'm happy with that. In fact, there's a pretty big chunk of time in there where my success rate was actually 100%. I went in, I did an interview, I got a job offer. You know, one time I had to drive three hours And by the time I got back after my interview, I had a job offer on my, showing my age a little bit, answering machine. So you can see why I knew that if I could just get in front of a human, I could get an offer. Not from, not from, you know, conceit or arrogance, but because I knew that I could express my value in a great way. I could ask good questions so that I can understand what it was they were looking for and relate my experience legitimately to the job description. 
So how did I do that? Well, one of the reasons is that I'm naturally a strategic thinker. In fact, if you're familiar with Clifton Strength Finders, which is an assessment I love, by the way, my number one strength is strategic. It means that I love words. It means that I'm good at telling stories. It means that I'm great at seeing patterns. I can see things down the road and forecast consequences to actions. And because of that, it makes me really good at playing out scenarios in my mind for myself and for the roles that I'm applying for. My other Clifton strengths are responsibility, maximizer, positivity, and developer. And maximizer really plays into my interview skills as well because maximizer is all about identifying, developing, and maximizing personal, group, and team strengths, individual strengths. It's one of the reasons why I think I'm actually pretty good at identifying strengths in my clients so that when we're talking about the roles they want to aim for, the direction of their career, I'm able to just unpack that, pull it apart, and as I would say, slice and dice it up in a way that helps me understand them and helps them understand themselves. So here's what I want to tell you, though, that you don't actually need to have these strengths in order to do well in an interview. These things I'm talking about can actually be taught. So even if it doesn't come natural to you, the good news is I can teach you how to use these things. In fact, I was doing a mock interview with a client the other day, and we were having a lot of fun going back and forth, thinking about answers to questions that she might be asked. And she said to me, are you sure you don't want to apply for this job? You're making it sound really um, easy, these answers. And I just had to laugh. And I said, no, no, I am totally good with what I'm doing. But what it means is that it's absolutely possible to learn how to talk about yourself in a way that demonstrates your value so that it feels pretty effortless. And I came up with three ways to help you do this. Number one is clarity. And by this, I mean knowing really knowing the value of your experience, skills, and strengths. Get in touch with this by writing out your favorite accomplishments on paper. Do not type it. it you don't get the same connection with your brain as when you write it out. Get super comfortable seeing yourself having these strengths as evidenced by your accomplishments. The fact that you created these accomplishments means you have strengths. So ask yourself, how did I show up? What was it about me that facilitated these results, that facilitated these relationships, that created impact and accomplishment? 
And then I want you to rehearse these situations and the feelings of those accomplishments in your mind over and over again. This is such a powerful thing to do. When you find a job that you want to apply to, start thinking about the accomplishments that are relevant to the requirements of that role and rehearse and relive those accomplishments in your mind over and over again. It will make you feel great. Trust me. All right. Number two is curiosity. Think about the job description as pain points and how you can help. The really cool thing about this is that you don't have to be the hero in this story. You don't have to convince anyone that you've got the chops for this role. You don't have to convince anyone of your qualifications. When you stop putting yourself in a place of having to be a hero, having to convince, and trust me, convincing energy is not good in an interview. It it feels laced with desperation and graspiness, and it has a push to it that most of the time is not received well. So you don't want to get into that place of convincing energy. What you want to do is simply share your knowledge. Do your best to make the interview conversational. Ask great questions. Think about it like this. What does it look like if you and the interviewer, or even if it's a group interview, what if you're just colleagues asking each other questions, brainstorming on ideas? You're certainly people that already have a lot in common, or you wouldn't be applying for that role. You wouldn't even be interested in that company. So get curious. It's such a powerful mindset, such a powerful way of driving action inside an interview. All right, number three is certainty. This is about cultivating a feeling deep inside you that the role is perfect for you and you are perfect for the role. How do you do that? Well, you do that by living and thinking and behaving from a place of already having the role. What does someone else do and say and move through the company and how do they interact with people when they already have the role? You can start visualizing yourself as having it. That is such a cool way to create a sense of certainty for you. But let me tell you, it's also a great way to send out a vibe that reassures the other person you're talking to. It's not woo-woo stuff, guys. It's physics. It's a room full. It's a symphony hall full of tuning forks. And when you strike one, all of the others start vibrating at the same frequency. That's why it's physics. When you go in with a sense of certainty and assurance, not a sense of lack or submissiveness in the interview, 
but assurance, certainty, even a little bit of authoritativeness, because you know that you know that you know you bring some awesome qualities to the role. That's what sends out that vibe. That's what makes the other person feel comfortable and connected with you. So if you're getting interviews, but you're not getting offers, go back to these three things, clarity, curiosity, certainty. Because if you're not getting offers, it's an indication that something is going sideways in the interview. It doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It doesn't mean you didn't actually have the the qualifications to begin with. It's not some big mystery. Likely it comes back to one of these three things and it can be easily fixed. I know because I help clients fix their interview challenges and immediately get better results every single day. It's what I do. So here's the bottom line. The way your experience, skills, and strengths show up at work is unique to you. It has served you well. So remember that. And because it served you well, it's going to show up again and help you create new successes. And no one can take away your past accomplishments and no one can take away your future accomplishments. It's an accumulation of value you bring with you to your next role and your role after that. Think about it like a snowball rolling down a hill. It's gaining momentum, it's getting bigger, and it's gonna have impact in the most positive of ways. When you have an appreciation for what you've done in your career and a deep sense of belief that you can do it again, it is crazy amazing how the person interviewing you picks up on it and sees you that way too. So I want you to make this week the point in time when your interviews make a dramatic turn for the better by focusing on clarity, integrating curiosity, and having absolute certainty about what you bring to the table. All right, my friends, you know I'm always for you. Until next time. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out my Love Your Work Life programs on Teachable. You can choose from on-demand courses or personalized one-on-one coaching with me. We take all of this material and apply it so that you can live it and create the career you want. Because when you love your work life, all the other parts of life get better too. So go to Love Your Work Life Teachable as search terms or love-your-work-life.teachable.com. I will see you there.